Welcome to the Building a Story Brand podcast, where we believe if you confuse, you'll lose. Noise is the enemy, and creating a clear message is the best way to grow your business. I'm your host, Donald Miller. I'm joined by my co-host, Dr. J.J. Peterson. Hi, J.J. Hello, Don. J.J., on the podcast today, we have John Gordon. I know. And he basically says stress and anxiety, worry, doubt, mm-hmm. and fear mm-hmm. all come from lies. Yeah. Believing lies. You know, times of, of crisis like this and times when we're all kind of worried, in some ways it's very, very good because mm-hmm. it centers us, helps us understand what really matters. Yeah. And John Gordon has always been one of those kinds of people for me. I love John Gordon as yeah. a human being. Yeah. He is an anti-anxiety drug. But I think a lot of times people go, well, you know, you either are a high-strung person or you're not. Mm-hmm. You know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah. either it's just kind of natural. And we, you and I both know some people who are a little more high-strung than others. But the reality is that there are some different ways of thinking about stress that actually yeah. impact and stuff you can do. And, you know, I used to work for a couple nonprofits in Africa and in South is Central America. And so I spent a lot of time in the slums, right? right in right. areas where there was high poverty, high crime, high basically death rates uh, with all of these different things. And you're living in that every single day. Yeah. And you'd live in that, say, even just for me, when I was quote unquote visiting, living there for three months in that environment, and it begins to impact you. And you have to have tools to be able to deal with the constant. And, and you have to have a perspective. Yes. You have to mm-hmm. see what what's really happening. Yep. And that's one of the things that John talks about. Here's what's really happening, yep. you know, and uh, I found it very, very helpful. I'll tell you this, you know, we did the interview at my house at Goose Hill, mm-hmm. uh, a house that we haven't even moved into yet, yes. actually. We've just put some furniture in and are using it as a makeshift conference center yeah. right now because yeah. life is so crazy. But this was uh, before the coronavirus really took off. It was right after, right, right when everybody was just starting to talk about it. Yeah. And I'm sitting there with John. We met all morning. And we recorded this uh, actually the following morning. And as we met, he, you know, he makes his money by speaking. He speaks at 50 and 60 events, speaks for all sorts of NFL teams, yeah. speaks for all sorts of NCAA teams. Anybody who's ever won a national championship has had John Gordon come through and talk yeah. to them. I think he got four texts in one hour canceling speaking events. Yeah. So he's watching his income decline as we're sitting there. And I'm telling you, he was, JJ, he was not faking it. Zero loss of optimism. Mm. None. And you know he, he's the kind of person that you want to be when you look back on how you lived during a crisis. He yeah. lives it in the moment. Yeah. What a gift to be able yeah. to sit next to him, and then to turn on the microphone and say, "Let's talk about what I watched you just do. Yeah. Like, where are you getting that ability?" Yeah. And he explains it. It all makes complete sense. Oh, I love it. He has a book coming out called The Garden. I think it's not out till May or June. And we were going to talk. He's got a book coming out in April about marriage. And he told me about the garden. I said, I think coronavirus and all the stuff that's happening right now, we should talk about that. And boy, he unpacked it. It was really moving. So we'll just go right into it. Here's my conversation about John's book, The Garden. It's all about managing stress, anxiety, where it comes from, and really practical tools that will help calm you down and give you a perspective. Here's my conversation with John Gordon. John. Good to have you back. Don, great to be with you. We're talking about something that everybody is feeling right now. Stress, anxiety, lots going on. The market's crashed. And it's amazing because your book, in about, what, about 60 days from now, it comes out. In a few months, yeah. And it, it's literally an antidote to stress and anxiety. Yep. And even as we talked through it at the kitchen counter this morning, because we had breakfast together, I could feel, I'm not a high-stress guy, but I could feel it just going down and down and down and realizing the absurdity of this stress, the, the absolute lack of need for it. So I think you got a winner coming up. 
The book is called The Garden. In some ways, you could say all your books are spiritual fables, but this is an out-of-the-closet spiritual fable. You actually have a character named Irwin, Mr. Irwin, and he's got a garden, and he's taking two teenagers through the garden, and he's teaching them some things. So I'll start there, but let, let me just ask you, what is it that creates stress and anxiety? And then what is Mr. Irwin's uh, you know, Well, we advice? would say it is negative thoughts and fear. And right. the big question is, do your negative thoughts come from you? I would assume. I mean, I'm there. I'm, I'm doing dishes, and I'm realizing I said something stupid that day, and I'm beating myself up. I mean, who else is putting those thoughts in my head? If you think they come Mr. from Irwin. you. Mr. <laughs> Irwin. If you think they come from you, who would ever choose to have a negative thought? You yeah. would never choose one. So when you really think about that, this blows people's mind because you would never choose a negative thought. Your negative thoughts are not coming from you. Mm -hmm. They come from a spiritual place. They come from consciousness. The brain is the hardware. No one has ever found a thought inside your brain. Right. Consciousness is the software, it's the internet cloud, and we're always downloading thoughts. Hmm. So negative thoughts are coming in, positive thoughts are coming in, and to be honest, it's a spiritual battle, and that's what I talk about in the garden. I'm a person of faith, and when you understand this paradigm, when you understand this philosophy and the way this plays out, as I'm about to share with you, it makes so much sense when you understand that in a spiritual battle, there is an enemy, and he is known as the father of lies. And those lies are always this coming is, This in. is ancient Christian spirituality. Right. This is and these lies are the negative thoughts that are to come in that say, you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. The future is hopeless. Everyone is going to die. <laughs> There's these thoughts that say, our best days are behind us. Your wife doesn't love you anymore. The relationship is over. That, that health diagnosis, it means that you're- It's the, the worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. So, so these thoughts are always coming in. And we would never choose those thoughts. You have to understand that. And so when these thoughts are coming in, they want to sabotage you. They want to destroy you. They want to defeat you. And so there are five Ds that I share in the garden that will destroy an individual, that will defeat a team. And these voices, you're saying there's a, you know, you know hypothetically and, and literally in your opinion, there is a, a demonic thing that is coming after you and you use the device of these five Ds to explain their strategy. Yes, and let's back up for a second. This is a spiritual battle of good versus evil. Right. And you have to understand that this is playing out in the world. What is Harry Potter about? The battle of good versus? Evil. Black Panther. Yeah, same thing. Good versus evil. Superman, good versus evil. Wonder Woman, good versus evil. Star Wars, the dark side, the Jedi, good versus evil. Yeah. Even, even modern day sports, Seahawks, good versus whatever they're playing. <laughs> so why does this archetype play out? Because yeah. good versus evil is the narrative of the universe. And that's why it resonates so much with us. It, it resonates feels in true. our soul. There's something that feels true Right, this. there's yeah. a battle going on. And no matter what religion you are, you can see that there is evil that exists in this world. And it doesn't come from the human being that is evil. I really believe that there's an evil presence. There's an evil force of good versus evil that is playing out. And we have to understand that, that we are in the middle of that happening. There is a battle going on. And you have to understand that you are in a battle. And even if, even if you are, you know, you and I talked about that this, this morning. I'm not an atheist. I pray to Jesus, and then I usually say, Jesus, whoever you are. Because <laughs> I think, you know, this could be all metaphorical. I mean, we, we right. don't know. But there, there is a sense, and by metaphorical, 
People are like, oh, he doesn't believe in the real Jesus. Neither do you. Give me a break. You have to understand you don't actually know who this is. He's kept himself quite mysterious. And I want to honor that. And I want to honor people's journey too. I want to honor everyone's journey because I grew up Jewish. My mom was Jewish. My stepfather who raised me was Italian Catholic. We never went to church, never went to temple. I was a Buddhist for a long time. I studied meditation. I've I've studied all ancient religions. I tried everything. I was a new ager. I was a Deepak Chopra fan. And for me, I found Jesus in 2006, right? I'd say he found me and that experience would change my life. And these ideas just have come to me as I'm walking. Well, I would also say they're applicable regardless, because, you know, if you say, well, good is survival and evil is a threat to that survival, these ideas still play out to be extremely helpful. Very much so. Okay. So let's get to the D's that are threatening and causing us angst and those kinds of things. Because they actually made so much sense to me when you said that I, this morning. Over and breakfast. it's so funny, as we're talking about it right now, I'm, I'm, I'm putting myself in the listener's shoes. I'm going, wow, like this is really interesting or this is crazy. Like people are probably thinking like- I got news for you folks, it's both. Right, it's a little crazy. <laughs> It's unlike, my, I work with corporations, I work you, with you CEOs, anything, I work you with think, sports You find teams. me anything revolutionary that isn't crazy. Right. And I think when people understand this, this is going to save so many lives and help people understand the paradigm. I have sent these five Ds to coaches who are not Christians, and they said, I'm going to use this with my wife. I'm going to use this with my team. So yeah. no matter where you are on your faith journey, these are ideas that can help you. So let's talk about the five Ds. It starts with doubt. Doubt. So... The first D is doubt. So, but you're you're not talking about doubt in terms of doubting God or doubting that what the pastor said was true. It's a different kind of doubt. What do you mean by doubt? Well, the enemy's whole goal will, is to try to convince you that God doesn't exist. So there is a doubt that that God doesn't exist or that God can't be trusted. That he's withhold- that's to me that's the bigger doubt. He's withholding this- the best from you. Right. And so we see our friends thriving. We see our family members succeeding. We see other people having it all and we're struggling. So we think, oh, God loves them more than us. And we start to doubt God. We get a little bitter. We get a little angry. We also doubt people and we also can doubt ourselves. So doubt is the key there. And again, we call this the garden because this is a lesson that we can learn from the Garden of Eden. And so the Garden of Eden, everyone knows that pretty much, that Adam and Eve were in the garden. And there was a serpent that said to Eve, if you eat this apple, you will be like God. But before he said that, before the serpent said that, he said, did God really say that you couldn't eat from all the trees in the garden? And if you read the words of the scripture, it says actually that God said you couldn't eat from the one tree. So what happened there was the serpent was already casting doubt that God can't be trusted, that God was withholding the best from them. And so there was a doubt that was created, a seed of doubt that was planted at first in the conversation. And that's what happens so often. We have these seeds of doubts that come in about ourselves, our relationship, our team, our future. So it's just a seed of doubt that initially comes in. And that leads to the second D, which is distort. And so evil tries to distort truth with lies. And so it speaks lies to us. And that's what we talked about with negative thoughts. We've heard that song, Fear is a Liar that our future is hopeless, that we're not gonna be enough, that we're not loved, that fear that no one will ever love us. We have all these different fears and each person has different fears, but it's that distortion of the truth and those lies that then discourage us. Hmm. And when we get discouraged, what happens? We, we give up. We don't give up because it's hard. We give up because we get discouraged. And right now we are seeing so many people- Here's, on- And it's so interesting because you can see the connections, right? 
there's doubt, and then doubt leads to this distrust that we have, yep. and then that would lead to, well, I'm just going to give up, right? So discouragement. Yep. You can see a linear path. The dominoes fall pretty quickly and pretty easily. Very quickly. But then you also say, okay, what about the person who never gets discouraged? Like in the face of 99 defeats, they're going to go, and now here we go, guys. It's going to be the 100th. What do they have? They don't have doubt. They have faith. Yeah. I mean, all, those dominoes, all the dominoes are still standing. Not just, you think, well, that person is really optimistic. No, no, no. They are very optimistic because this domino never fell and the one before that never right. fell. And yeah, it's interesting. So you can see how this all happens. Yeah. And and in that discouragement, we give up. And we could see so many kids today that are giving up because they feel like their future is hopeless. We we see people giving up their lives. Suicide is, you know, is is rising. Yeah. And so this is really important because people are in a battle and they don't know they're in one, and so they're losing. And so if you can see that these negative thoughts are not coming from you, you can see that these are lies and you don't have to believe those lies. You don't have to listen to those lies. Don't feel shameful or guilty about these lies. I sat down with a 27-year-old young executive who was struggling. I shared with him these five Ds. He started to cry because he said, I was beating myself up all the time for these negative thoughts that I have. Once he understood that those negative thoughts were not coming from him, he would never choose them. He felt free mm. and totally understood now. He had grace for himself. Grace for himself and an understanding that, oh, I would never choose these. These are not coming from me. Okay, there's something I can do to counter these negative thoughts, which we're going to get to. And so discouragement is a really big deal because, you know, the enemy knows he can't beat you himself. So what does he do? He gets you to beat yourself. Hmm. And when you beat yourself up and get discouraged, you give up. And really, I think we're the only ones that could actually beat ourselves up. We're the hmm. only ones that could actually defeat us, truly. We're the only ones that give anybody permission to do that, really. Yeah, we do. I mean, unless we are actual real victims, and right. most of us are not. So there's the doubt. Then there's these distortion, these lies that are coming in all the time, and we believe those lies. And then we get discouraged. And when we get discouraged, we either give up or we start to just walk around feeling defeated. And then the distraction comes in. That's mm -hmm. the fourth thing, distraction. So often we, we choose things that seem appealing, we, they seem bright, they seem shiny, and they move us in, in the wrong direction. I live uh, in, in Northeast Florida where sea turtles come on shore. Yeah. And when they come on shore, what do they do? They lay their eggs. And then a few months later, they hatch. When those sea turtles come out, where do they go? Towards the ocean. They're meant to go towards the ocean, towards the pure light of the moon that guides them there, actually. But on, on built-up beaches, built-up areas, there's a lot of condos with bright, shiny lights. Oh, no. And what happens <laughs> so often, and there's the actually organizations and groups that actually focus on this, they go the wrong way. They go in the wrong direction. Those lights take them in the wrong direction and leads to a disastrous outcome. And so instead of following the pure light of the moon, the path that they're meant to follow, their purpose, they go in the wrong direction yeah. and they lose their way. And that happens to us all the time, the distraction. And so we get distracted. We may look at a pretty woman and get distracted. We may look at an object or success and wealth and get distracted by that rather than our core purpose. We may look at something that that seems like it's great, but it actually takes us away from our core purpose and our mission. It's a distraction. So those mm -hmm. are those are the things that move us in the wrong direction. And you know, here's the interesting thing too. You know, if you talk about being discouraged and giving up, but then you've lost, you, you've got so much doubt, you can't go toward the real moon, and the distraction really comes in false hope. If I just do this, if I walk toward that light, it might be okay, and it's death. False hope is 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 great words. Yeah, great words because that's what we're moving towards. False yeah. hope or something that is filling the void. Yeah, where we feel numbing ourselves out and where we feel empty. And those distractions could be drinking, could be drugs, and so often it's the things that the we three might D's: call drinking, sin. drugs, or donuts. 
(laughs) (laughs) So true. So true. All right. So uh, the next D. And the final D is divide. Yeah. And so that is evil's sole goal, is to divide us from ourselves, from each other, and then ultimately from God. And the word anxious actually means divided. Yeah. And so when we are anxious, we actually feel divided. We feel separate from God, separate from other people, and separate from, in many ways, ourselves. We don't feel connected to ourselves. And that's where all this anxiety is coming in. There's so much fear. There's so much doubt. There's so many negative thoughts coming in. There's discouragement. And then that leads to the distraction and then ultimately the division. And what happened in the garden? The explanation is they were separated in the garden from God. So eating the fruit represented the separation of man from God. So those five Ds led to the separation. And that's where pure anxiety comes in. If you are truly connected to God, if you're truly surrendering to God and having a relationship with God, you'll have peace. You'll have joy in that moment. We'll have love. There will be no fear. Where there is love, perfect love, it casts out fear. And so it's the love that casts out the fear. So knowing that these are are the five Ds, And knowing that this is the battle, the whole point of writing this book for me was to say, okay, here's the battle we're facing. Here's the five Ds. Here's what the enemy uses to combat us and to bring us down. And in a marriage, it's divorce. In a team, it's defeat. In a person, it's destruction. And Mm. so you can see how these five Ds play out in a marriage and a team as well. We get distracted. We feel divided from our spouse and our our relationship. And so that separates the relationship. And now what happens? It leads to divorce. You and I talked this morning about the strategy of the Russians interfering in our elections. Mm. And it's not actually to make anybody love Russia or hate this person. It is solely to divide. In other words, their goal is not, you know, hate your own government and love ours. Their goal is simply chaos. That's it. If we can just create chaos in America, they'll be so distracted that we can work out this oil thing with Saudi Arabia. We can stay in the Ukraine uh, against UN laws, by the way. And we've, by the way, our country is doing nothing about that because we are distracted, right? And we're distorted. We believe things that are true that are absolutely not true. Because, and it's, it's interesting that the enemy, and I would consider Putin a, a pretty bad guy, it's chaos, 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 chaos inside of these people. And it's not even like America is the enemy to them. They're just, they're a police, they're a cop. So let's distract this cop with chaos so that we can go over here and break the law. Exactly. exactly what's happening. And if you ever want to see what we evil is doing, just pay attention and watch the 5Ds play out. Yeah. Watch the distraction. See who's distorting and watch see the who's lies. deceiving. And I can see always tell where evil dividing. is present and what's happening because I can see who is dividing. I can see who is actually creating this chaos. I can see how an enemy basically will take on an opponent and what they try to do and how they do it. There's another application of the book is we see that you know, I'm, I'm being judgmental toward others. I've, I've seen this in myself. You see these five, you see, you see yourself playing on it. You go, okay, whose pawn are you today? If I can look in my past and when I've made mistakes and when I've not been uh, the best husband and the best father and early on in my marriage, I can see how these five Ds were playing out in my life. Mm. And so you have to understand that, that you're in a battle. And again, guys, I was taking a walk one day going to speak to a Fortune 500 company when these five Ds came to me. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going there and I'm literally, boom, it came to me. And I started to type these five Ds up in my phone. They just came to me. And I knew I needed to share them more and more as I've been speaking to young people as well. I spoke to a couple of high schools recently, like a big event with 4,000 kids. And I shared this message to them and they understood. And it, it's so important right now at this point in our, in our country in our experience of what's going on, that we have to help them understand they're in a battle. And if you know you're in a battle and the enemy knows it's in a battle, okay, now it's a fair game. 
But if the enemy knows you're in a battle, but you don't, you're gonna get your butt kicked. And that's what's happening. So the enemy is in a battle with us. There are five Ds, but we can counter them. So once you know again in football, you know your enemy's game plan, you can counter it with right. a better game plan. I'll be right back with the rest of my conversation with John Gordon in just a moment. Listen, if you're finding yourself with, the, you know, just kind of sitting around on the couch and trying not to shake hands with anybody or go out into the public or, or you're running from people who are coughing, we got a great opportunity for you. The StoryBrand Live Workshop is actually going to be live streamed. It's live streamed April 6th and 7th. It's an unprecedented once in a lifetime opportunity that coronavirus has made possible. April 6th and 7th, we will be live streaming the workshop. You can watch it for a third of the normal price. It's $9.95, $1,000, normally $3,000, plus your time on an airplane, plus hotel, plus food, all that kind of stuff. You can literally sit there on your couch and watch it. In fact, if you have enough hand sanitizer, you can get two or three people sitting on your couch and watching uh, the live stream. It really is an incredible opportunity, and we're so glad to present it to you. We do this because we, want, we care about you. We care about your business. We want you to keep moving forward, but we also want to participate in what our unbelievably beautiful culture is doing to protect our elderly and to protect our hospital systems. This is a great opportunity for you. If you want to register for the StoryBrand Marketing Workshop live stream, you get some bonuses. You get the Marketing Made Simple Summit right now. You can watch that right now. As soon as you register, you get videos from me and my team on how we grew a $10 million company with a really terrific marketing plan. You also get uh, to put your website into a little form when you register, and we will choose some of those websites to review. I may review your actual website. and If I do, I promise... Uh, I'm going to, you're at home, so you can have a little whiskey, and then I'm going to tell you what's wrong with your website. I'm going to tell you to change the words, and I'm going to tell you to put the buy now button over here. I'm going to give you practical advice that actually makes you money. And you got time on your hands, so you can actually make those changes and uh, really come away with a, a marketing plan and a website that really works. Not only that, we have coaches. There are live coaches in digital small groups in the, the actual live stream. They're going to be able to answer your questions. So you're going to get really great attention there's actually some enhanced things that we're doing in the live stream that are going to allow you to serve you even further that we don't do in the live workshop. It's a great value made possible, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity made possible because of the uh, crisis that we're in with this coronavirus and trying to stop this spread. So just go to storybrand.com right now. The entire page has been turned into a registration for the live stream. Storybrand.com. Register today. And what are the five antidotes to these? Let's get to it. Let's so, go. Yeah. So the first is doubt. Doubt. What's the answer to doubt? It is trust. It is radical and complete trust. I will trust in God. I will trust in my team. I will trust in my family. I will trust in my spouse. And I, I will trust in myself. It's, it's believing. Stop doubting. And in, the, and in the, the case of a weakening economy and the recession and coronavirus, trust I'm going to be okay physically trust others are going to be okay if we if we act wisely yeah. trust that we're going to get through this we're going to survive this financial thing rather than the discouragement and the stoppage that happens when we retract in fear so much so i met dabo sweeney and he told me the story about when he was six and seven at clemson a few years in as a coach looked like he was going to be fired he just had trust that god had a plan that if he was meant to be fired Something would work out if he was meant to Which, stay. Because he had trust, it led to a... It, he didn't did get discouraged. He no. didn't divide. He didn't... Right. Because he had trust. He stopped at the lead domino. Our character during the drought will be what people remember during the harvest. 
So how did we... so great to remember right now. Yeah, how did we go through these challenges right now? Did we have trust in what's going on in in our country, in the economy, with this coronavirus? I mean, it is scary. I mean, right now I just had five events cancel, Mm -hmm. five corporate events cancel, and you can see the 5Ds playing out right now in this world. Yeah. What is this coronavirus doing? Causing people to be isolated. And what's it, it's divided. also being distract. It's distracting everybody. Big it's time dividing us. I mean, there are, there's some truth that it's dangerous, but there's also a lot of lies that it's going to kill every single person. Mm-hmm. You know, the 3% mortality rate right now doesn't apply to all the people that are 50 and under pretty much. It mm-hmm. applies to people who are, who are older. The rate is even higher for older. Again, we care about them very much and there, there needs to be things that are done to protect them. Like if you have an elderly family member, don't go see them if you've been infected or get tested before you go see them. So make sure you're protecting them. And educate them. them. Give them a call and say, here's what you need to be right. doing. Right, stay away. You stay isolated from people right now yeah. if you're older, but for, for you and I- but You can't do that if you're panicking. You can't call- your grandmother, grandfather, and say, "Hey, let's have a let's have a thirty-minute phone conversation." If you're panicking, you're full of doubt, and everybody's going to die, and you're you're buying into lies, and you're mad at people because they're not taking as seriously as you are, which is, by the way, that's divisive. You're falling apart here. Yeah, I love how you get into these right away. You got it. <laughs> you picked it. You picked it up right away. And so, so the key is to trust. Like, let's, let's just trust that it's going to work out. It doesn't mean we don't get prepared. It doesn't mean we don't do things we need to do. It's not like, oh, God's going to make it work out okay. No, we, but, we, but we go through the motions. We, we go through the process. We get prepared. We take action. But we trust that it's going to work out. And we stay in that trust. So for me, when I was going through the most difficult times in my life, when I was almost bankrupt, this is actually where my faith was born, almost bankrupt, lost my job during the dot-com crash, don't know how I'm going to pay the bills, provide for my family. And that's when I, I came to finally just trust in God, that, that he had a plan for my life. And then I'm going to trust in him. And after that, is when my life started to turn around, when I actually had that trust mm. instead of fear. So it starts with trust instead of doubt. That, that second D of distortion of lies, the key there is to speak truth to the lies. So let's go back to the garden when the serpent said, if you eat this fruit, you will be like God. And this comes from Erwin McManus who taught me this, and that's why the name is Mr. Erwin in the book. Mm-hmm. Erwin McManus teaches this very well. He says, most people think that they ate the fruit because they wanted to be like God. But if you read Genesis before that, it said they were made in the likeness image of God. They already were like God. And so they ate the fruit, not because they wanted to be like God, they already were. They ate it because the enemy convinced them they weren't. And so we will always be attacked in the place of our identity. That you are not enough. That you're not or, enough. And you are missing out on something. You're missing out on something. Or, or somebody in power who has authority is untrustworthy. Yep. Or you're not trustworthy, or you're not love, or you're not gonna be successful, or this economy right now is gonna hurt you as a provider, you and your success and what you're here to do. So we get attacked in the place of our identity. And so those lies will always attack you in the place of your identity. That's why young people on social media right now are getting destroyed and getting killed on social media because they're placing their identity in the opinion of others rather than who they truly are and who mm-hmm. God made them to be. Mm-hmm. And so you have to understand that you're going to be attacked in the place of your identity. And that's where those lies come in. So the answer to that is speak truth to the lies. And the truth is, you're here to do great things. The yeah. truth is that there is a plan for your life. The truth is you were never meant to be average, that there is greatness in you, that God put greatness inside of you to do great things. And there is truth in that. And you have to understand the words that God says about you. Hmm. And so, so with that truth, you walk in that truth, you understand that truth, I'm loved. I'm here for a reason. There's a purpose in my life. It sounds a little bit like Joel Osteen, but yeah. it's true. And so, <laughs> you know, and as you do that, as you walk in that though, there's faith, there's trust. And there's an understanding of who you truly are on the inside, not what anyone says about you on the outside. 
And when you understand that, there's a lot of power in walking in that truth. And the identity of knowing who you truly are is very powerful. All right, the third D. Third D is encouragement. So instead of being discouraged, discouraged, and that's my that's my whole goal. That's like my mission. I think in life is to encourage people, is yeah. to share positivity, to encourage, and we need to encourage ourselves, and we need to encourage others. Best advice I ever heard. This is very practical. Doctor James Gills, only person on the planet that completes six double Ironman triathlons. Oof. Ironman. A day later, he does another one. Last time he did it, he was fifty nine years old. Asked how he did it, he said this: I've learned to talk to myself instead of listen to myself. He said, if I listen to myself, I hear <laughs> all the advice. negative, all the fear, all the doubts, all the complaints. But if I talk to myself, I can feed myself with the words and the encouragement that I need to keep on moving forward. Right now, that's what we need to do. We need to talk to ourselves. We need to encourage ourselves. We need to encourage others. Don't believe the lies. Don't go towards fear. Don't go towards distrust. Believe, trust, and talk to yourself and encourage yourself right now more than ever. Now we move to distraction. Instead of distraction, right? We're all distracted right now. We're cluttered. What's the answer to that? Focus on what matters most. What matters most, Don? Keeping your chin up, providing hope for others, looking outside of yourself. And loving others. Yeah. Loving others and loving yourself. If you ever get caught up in what should I do, as your your good friend Bob Goff says, Mm -hmm. right? Just love other people. And when you love others, what happens? When you love others, it comes back to you tenfold. When you love others, you can never go wrong. And so by loving others and focusing on making a difference, making an impact, loving God, loving yourself and loving others, fear has no power. So in that love, that provides you the focus of what you should do. Don't have an agenda, just focus on serving and loving and showing people you care about them. And ultimately, your business will expand, your success will grow, but you gotta focus on what matters most. Stop allowing the distractions to get in the way, Distractions are the enemy of greatness. I talk to the professional yeah. athletes about this all the time. Distractions are the enemy of greatness. So focus on what matters most and you'll have success. All right, next D. Final D is, is divide. And so instead of division, what's the answer to that? It's unity. unity. It's unity. It's unite. Unite to yourself. Unite with others. Isn't it interesting that when, when things hit crisis, the default temptation is, is all the things that you've just said, but it, it's also divisiveness. What is it about, you know, when, when things hit crisis, there's a part of you that wants to blame somebody or play the victim, and then every victim needs a villain, by the way. Right. And victim-villain is a big old divide. Yep. Right? Instead of coming together and saying, let's work this out. Let's figure this out. Let's let, let's let this be an incredible challenge and an opportunity to us. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that we have to use this opportunity. Like, I always talk about the five Ds. Aggressively pursue unity. Yeah. The five Ds, overcome them with the four Cs. Five Ds overcome with the four Cs. What are they? Communicate, connect, commit to each other instead of run away from each other, and then show that you care. Hmm. And if you do those four Cs, right, you're gonna you're gonna unite your team. You're gonna bring them together. You're gonna talk about things. It's great crisis strategy, right yeah, there. You're gonna connect and say, okay, what's what do we need to do right now? What do we need to do together? So that connection leads to commitment. You'll never have commitment without connection. So we need to connect in order to commit, and then commit. I'm gonna serve you. I'm gonna sacrifice for you. I'm gonna I'm gonna be about you. See, the other way you're talking about divisiveness, survival mode. Right. Yeah. Right. So we're here to survive. It's very primitive, right? Very fear-based. But love and serving and sacrifice comes from an abundance mindset. Let's do this together. We're gonna be okay. Yeah, we're gonna be okay. And then from there, right? From there, you then bring more unity to to yourself, to your team. So I know that for me, I have to admit, like these five Ds are not bringing me down. They have no power over me. I see what's going on. 
and I will not let the enemy win this battle. I will stay strong in it, and I want to help others win the battle too. It's pretty easy when you see the, the tricks that are being used against you to stop them. That's the key. If you understand, and what, whatever people take from this, like what, from a, whatever standpoint, if you can just start to be aware of these five Ds and just watch how they, they play out, if you can understand what's happening and be aware, you'll better be able to, to counter them and ultimately win the battle yourself. You know, Robert McKee said that story sets our moral compass. Mm. Literally, it activates in us a guidance system that helps us live uh, better, more safely, more securely, more abundantly, you know, or the opposite. Some stories distort. Uh, you have been writing modern day fables for a long time. They are fantastic. You've been setting the moral compass in the minds of millions. I think you've done a great service to our audience today. John, thanks for coming on. Thanks, Donald. Isn't that comforting? Oh, my gosh. And what's so great is we're seeing our culture do these positive things right yeah, now. Yeah. Right? And I've seen myself do both. And it's it's so good to refocus, like just to pause for a second. You know, we talked about how in any time of crisis, it's an opportunity to just pause and yeah. think about what's important. And when you pause in these moments and go, I want to choose the positive side of this, right. that we can easily delve into the other. But when you're looking for the people who are doing those positive things, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, this is an it amazing... It lifts yourself up. It lifts the community up. I mean, it's just... You know, you can look at this as a crisis that is causing so much emotional unrest, or you can look at it as the opportunity mm -hmm. for the rest of your life to be remembered, not as a pie-in-the-sky delusional human no, being, no, but somebody who was balanced, who did not get distorted, who did not divide, who did not overreact. That's what will uh, be remembered. Yeah, it will be remembered forever. This yep. is your shot, man. Yeah. This is your shot. So, John, thank you for that incredible, helpful <laughs> wisdom in a timely manner. What a godsend. I uh, hope that was super helpful for you. Listen, if you haven't registered for the live stream yet, we're doing this, the StoryBand Marketing Workshop live stream. So from the comfort of your home, you can actually get a ton of work done and make a ton of progress at a fraction of the price we normally charge. Just go to storybrand.com right now, storybrand.com and register, and there are all sorts of great bonuses for you. But don't hit pause. Don't overreact. Let's actually move forward. Storybrand.com. Thank you so much for listening to the Building a Story Brand podcast. Music from this episode is by Andrew Bell. You can listen to Andrew's music on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you listen to music. We're grateful that you listen to Building a Story Brand podcast, where we believe if you confuse, you'll lose. Noise is the enemy, and creating a clear message is the best way to grow your business. 